welcome to the History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do. My name is Russ Frustic, and I'm joined today by Christopher Plant. Hey, Chris. Hello. Hanging down there in Texas, are you? Mmm, deep in the heart of it. Deep in the heart of Texas, they should have a song that conveys that message. We're also joined by uh, Allegra Frank, is her name. And she's brought an interesting topic that I literally know almost nothing about. So much so that I... When she mentioned it, I was like, oh, is it the one where, and I got it completely wrong. <laughs> so what are, we, what, are we, what are we talking about today, Allegra? All right. I'm going to give you guys a little hint before we, before we get right into it. What okay. is a thing that literally everybody loves? And like literally um, everybody loves it? Pokemon, everybody Pikachu. loves no, that. You're no, close. No. Plans My grandpa does. What? Plant is kind of close. I was going to say, my grandpa does not love Pokemon. <laughs> Pikachu, hamburgers. Am I hot or warm? I'm, I'm trying to think of something that literally everyone loves. Like, there's no one on the, in the world that doesn't like something. Um, sunsets. Psst. No. Okay. We're, gonna, we're just going to go with it. Plant was closest. Pets. Everybody loves pets. Right? That's like not I mean, even it, close to true. I mean, and I say this as a pet lover, there are definitely people who don't want pets. Yeah, I don't have a pet. That's like when well, people say like, oh, I, you know, you know, I know that you say you don't want kids, but oh, just wait. Just, just you wait. That's like, that's not true. There are people who just don't want kids. There are people who right. don't want dogs. Here's the thing, though. A little something called Neopets happened oh, okay. to prove you wrong. Wait, is this your transition? Plant. Is this really it? This is my transition. Oh, Thank you. Gosh. Thank you. They both have pets in the titles. They so. both have pets because Neopets were virtual pets. And in fact, perhaps the most popular virtual pets ever to have existed on the Internet. So obviously we talked about Tamagotchi in a previous episode, but that's a little bit different, right? Because that's like a little virtual pet inside of a physical thing. These yeah. pets only live on the Internet. Okay, um, hold on one second. So yes. when you originally, met, this is what I was sort of referring to earlier. When you mm -hmm. originally said that you were going to do Neopets, mm -hmm. I said, oh, it's those ones where it's a stuffed animal and you can connect it to the internet and it like lives on the internet too. Mm -hmm. But no. No. You were very, well, you weren't very wrong, but you were wrong. Those are webkins. That's webkins. Yes. Okay. Probably. That seems more fun, to be honest. Because <sighs> just having it on a computer seems like a downgrade oh oh russ you are so wrong but that's okay. okay we'll get into it so neopets have been around for almost oof, 20 years now wow. um yeah and at one point it was the most popular one of the most popular websites on the internet one of the most visited huge advertising opportunity but uh that and several other things actually contributed to its sad downfall until we got to it now, where it's just a sort of twinkle in nostalgic millennials' eyes. Um, but we'll go back to 1999 when it began. So Neopets started in the UK by a couple that was in college, actually. They were both college age, uh, Adam Powell and Donna Williams. So Adam was, like, kind of studying marketing, and Donna was into art. And Adam went and made his own online ad agency. So this was, like, toward the end of college. Um, so throughout college, they were dating. And then toward the end, Adam went and made his own ad agency, which is pretty smart. But the thing is, like they were making all these banner ads. It wasn't really doing a ton of ton of numbers for them. 
So Adam and his girl Donna, they, as everyone does, loved animals. They loved pets because who doesn't? So they had a ton of pets. They were kicking around. They didn't have a ton of money, but they had a ton of pets, were super into animals. And one day Adam was like, yo, Donna, I'm on the computer all day working this terrible job making ads. Why don't I just make pets on the computer? Everyone loves pets. Wait, what? Yeah. That's the leap that he made? (laughs) Yes. I feel like like we're missing a few steps. No. Wait, okay, here's here's my guess. Because he's making ads, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Did he maybe invent the punch the monkey ad? Uh, nope. If he loves animals, why would he make the punch the monkey ad? Well, I'm just saying, like, maybe that was the progenitor to Neopets was like, well, I've got this monkey already. I don't need to punch him. Maybe I could feed him a banana. (laughs) Mm. I I mean, it's very much like he worked in an ad agency and had, like, coding experience. Like, that was kind of where he came from. Like, he was, like, a programmer. He, like, obviously understood marketing to an extent but was more of like a coder programmer guy this is also 1999 so this is this is after the rise and fall of tamagotchi Mm -hmm. like was that at all an inspiration for him does he mention it there has been no mention of tamagotchi in my my reading but okay yeah i mean it really just kind of boils down to yo let's figure out a way to make money let's make pets online um, which is it, it seems like a weird money making scheme but I and, guess again like maybe he didn't think of it but uh, me thinking about it like Tamagotchi but without having to carry a stupid egg around pretty good yeah mm. I mean it makes perfect sense to me again because everyone loves pets so yes. uh, Adam and Donna collabed but the thing is so uh, Adam like coded the website the actual site itself and then donna was in charge of the graphic design because she was an artist the thing is in 2005 (laughs) adam told uh wired there's a really big wired piece on neopets which we will uh which i got a lot of info from so we'll come back to it but he said that donna literally did not know how to draw which seems (laughs) sort of like an issue when it's just the two of you and you hire her on as your artist um but maybe he came to learn this through working with her um, because essentially Donna was tasked with making the pets themselves, which is kind of key here, right? Like that's the cell. Sure. So the very first Neopets were not very cute. They were kind of weird looking. Some of them were literally just like sprites based off actual things. There was this one that was like literally a picture, like a JPEG of this British comedian. And that was one of the pets. So like what? an actual JPEG of a human being. Excuse and you di- and what did you do with this comedian? Uh, so I mean, the point was still like you could hang out with them, raise them, feed them, play with. Wait, them. was it like, like who was it? Like a known comedian? Uh, no one I've ever heard of. Some kind of like niche. It was a very British enterprise, so sort of like a British like comedian who never and really it, traveled. And it wasn't like a filler, like a temp piece of art. Like no, they went, it literally. went up on the site. Yeah. It literally okay. was one of the one of the first Neopets. Weird. That, <laughs> he actually went on to inspire one of the actual like Neopets that people recognize because uh, they thought he was very funny. So um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, the first Neopets were kind of weird looking. Adam and Donna just kind of seemed like they were goofing around, even though they kind of staked their livelihood on this a little bit. Um, cause as far as I can recall at this point, Adam basically was committed to doing the Neopets thing full time because it turns out 
they started like dumping the link on all these virtual pet sort of like link groups, news groups um, back in the day. And a lot of people were really into it. There was a huge virtual pet community already. And I feel like, okay, so like thinking back, Mm -hmm. there was like pets with a Z. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And I feel, and like, I guess The Sims was before, I don't remember when The Sims came out. But like, no, I think that's after. But there was also like one, they're like troll creature things. Creatures? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Creatures. Yeah, creatures, right, yeah. You know, like weird alien things, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, it was like a thing. It was a thing. It was like a little period of time for gaming. Yeah, and I mean, like, as we said, Tamagotchi did do well for a while there. So, like, yeah. there clearly is interest in Pokemon. Dis- Pokemon, too, right? Like, this was right after Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, people like cute animals, you guys. I don't want to keep beating this into your heads. People like pets. So, Neopets, even in this very primitive state, did super well. Like, literally, they were like, okay, yo, this is our job now. We're just going to keep making this Neopets thing that people inexplicably are very into, despite, like, our very low-quality enterprise. Um, Wait, sorry. I want to go back really quick. You said that they would just drop links in forums to get people Mm -hmm. to figure out about it? Yeah, like, there were these virtual pet sort of, like, communities. You know, you guys would know better than me. There's, like, those sort of, like, newsletter group chains, news groups. So th- and then people would just click the links and be like, oh, I want to take a peek at you. <laughs> that's just how it would work? Yeah, yes. They would all make Pokemon puns. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Until they got banned um, <laughs> by me. So anyway, yes. So Neopets was doing pretty well. And it was, you know, just kind of not, not super complicated quite yet. Mm-hmm. But then, in 2000, this guy named Doug Doring, who owned the the Doring Company, which is this market research firm, heard of Neopets, which at this point was, like, killing it. Like, huge. Uh, They had some additional things. They had, like, some basic games at this point. They had little things. What are people even... I don't even understand. What are people doing with the pets? Okay. So, essentially, what Neopets is or was at that time, and then we'll go into, like, what it ended up having more of is you have you could have like up to four pets there was like a limited selection of them you and did you pay for the pets or was you, it free it was totally free free to play okay. um and you could yeah so you had like a limit of four and you would go into like the create a pet center and you could choose which of the pets you wanted you could choose what color it was you could name it you could choose its personality and then you would have to take care of it basically i mean it's kind of like tamagotchi literally you just like feed it sure. and like make sure it's Ian or whatever, and you you play games, and it's pretty. And, much and would it like that. level up and grow? Uh, not really. So the other thing is you're trying to get Neo points, which will come back in a big <laughs> way. Uh, <laughs> you're trying sure to get Neo are. points, you guys, uh, which is the virtual currency, and you use that to like buy additional items. You can go take your Neo pet to like the grooming parlor or go to the vending machine and buy different kinds of food. Uh-huh. So the whole thing is like getting money to take care of your pet. It's essentially, it is reality basically. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of the premise, which was, it had like a very obvious like loop, right? So you're like going on Neopets to take care of your Neopet, which requires you to make money. And then you spend sure. all your money on the food, whatever. So a lot of people were spending 
hours and hours and hours within the first few months with as little promotion as they were doing. They had 10,000 users. Um, it continued to grow. And so, yeah, in 2000, this American dude who was like in Glendale, California, I believe, was he heard about Neopets and he was like, dude, this is a really good idea. There's some legit money ops here, my dude. Uh, so Doug Doring <laughs> came to Adam and Donna and was like, yo, I can help you guys. I run a market research firm and my my guru, here's the thing. He was a huge Scientologist. So he would reference L. Ron Hubbard and Dianetics as much as possible. LRH. <laughs> LRH. So he, with the power of L. Ron behind him, the power of Xenu or whatever, uh, he was... Xenu's a bad guy. Xenu's a bad guy. I don't remember. I could not finish Battlefield Earth. I'm sorry. But anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> with the power of Dianetics guiding him, he signed mm. on as, C as CEO of Neopets. He bought Neopets Inc., became the CEO, and used his market research team, which was already at the Doring Company, and helped to seriously grow Neopets into this gigantic, huge money-making company. Um, and yeah, another side note about the Scientology thing is literally there were some employees uh, in 2005 after they left the company um, when and they went on record saying, yeah, we were super uncomfortable with how often he was referencing Scientology. And some employees <laughs> said they saw like some actual like celebrity Scientologists occasionally get tours of the office. Whoa. Yeah. Because like especially when Neopets was at its height, I guess like, I don't know, Tom Cruise, maybe Little Surrey yeah. really liked Neopets. Travolta checking it out. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the market research firm at Doring did a killer job, clearly. They mm -hmm. used a lot of word of mouth still because that was working pretty well from the get-go. But then the other thing that Doug Doring and co. came up with uh, after they bought Neopets was this thing called immersive advertising. And I feel like that sounds pretty obvious what that is, but can either of you guys sort of define what immersive advertising is, which is a phrase that Neopets actually trademarked. They trademarked immersive advertising. What do you guys think that is? It's something we still see all the time. Like an ARG. Uh, okay, like an ARG. Uh, yeah, no, I, I would guess like the pets are like drinking Mountain Dew. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's basically that. Uh, there was tons of, like basically it's branded content and instead yeah. of it being like big banner ads, it would be like, oh, we have a new mini game in the like arcade today, Neopians, oh. which is, yeah, what Neopets like, what, like, like when Barack from. Obama ran for president in Burnout Paradise. Yes. What? <laughs> you don't remember this? <laughs> Senator Barack Obama ran for president in Burnout Paradise. There, were, there like, was signs. an election? That's amazing. I do I remember Burnout Paradise had those ads, but that's hilarious. That's awesome. And until they updated it, I I think they might have still been there. They, like because whatever whatever the last ads it were, it just left it. They yeah. just stayed. <laughs> so was he just always running for president even after er he won? <laughs> Early voting has begun. Voteforchange.com. <laughs> that's amazing. How wonderful. Uh, yeah, I guess it's like that. <laughs> so, yeah, there would be like, oh, there's a new game today. Go check it out. It's based on Lucky Charms, an, an excellent cereal. Have you tried Lucky Charms? Mm. Uh, or they would have little movie theaters. I remember this from my Neopets days. They would have new movie theaters and be like, oh, take your Neopets to the movie. 
Um, and you would go to the movie theater and you'd see little Neopets in the seats. And then it would be like a Disney brand theater and they would show like a legit trailer for the new Disney movie. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. So that's what Doran called immersive advertising. And obviously, like brands, companies loved it because it was very, it's, I mean, it's essentially insidious is what, you know, media critics called it. Yes, yeah. literally within the game itself, people are constantly engaging with it. And because during the Doran company kind of started out from the market research end, they also like had market research surveys they would send out to the kids and say, hey, we'll give you Neo points if you take this little survey about the game oh, you played. So they sent tons of data to advertisers. Parents were upset, but the kids are like, mom, I need the Neo points. Don't touch me. So the kid would just <laughs> keep taking the surveys. Uh, Did we so, establish what the Neo pets are spent? Uh, the Neo points are spent on? Yeah, food and that kind of thing. Oh yeah, just toys and food and pets. Uh, yeah, clothes and toys and. Wait, if you run out of food, do the pets just die? They have like hunger levels. They don't die, but they're like <laughs> it's kind of like Nintendo dogs, where you're just supposed to feel really bad, but like yeah, they get really sad and slow. Yeah, are, are the hunger levels for food, or are they like existential hunger levels? Like, I uh, just peace of mind. Yeah. Caught in this computer. It's purpose. kind of like a will to live meter. Sure. So when it's depleted, it's like, I really don't care anymore. Just do what you want. Um, yeah. So kids were basically trying to amass those Neo points. Everyone was happy. The advertisers love Neopets. The kids love Neopets. Everybody loved Neopets. Um, except the parents, obviously. They were not a fan. But the thing is, Neopets was doing so well. So by. 2005, which was a huge turning point in the Neopets uh, history, uh, there were 92 million accounts registered among 30 million unique users. And people spent an average of six hours and 15 minutes a month on Neopets, which was at that time the second most of any website, which is a ton of time. Like, to me, it sounds like, you what know, do you I spend... even do? I don't understand. So, like, I get okay. you sign on, yes. you feed the pet, mm -hmm. you go to the movies... What do you do for the remaining six hours and 12 minutes? <laughs> okay, so you know how I mentioned there's also like mini games? Sure. That is the bread and butter of Neopets Russ. But were the games even fun or were they oh. just like basic? At the end of the show, I will talk a lot about the games. They were very good games. They were excellent wow. games. When I was doing my research, I was like, oh my God, should I start a Neopets account again? Like every couple of years, I make a Neopets account and just play the games. I hear I hear Dan Hauser actually got his start making Neopets games. <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging out with Adam and Donna in their house. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, there's actually like a lot of other content, too, which I've kind of glossed over because I'm going to come back to it. But, yeah, there were the games. There was the incentive to come in every day because your Neopet was hungry. Um, there were items to buy, but they were of uh, varying levels of rarity. Sure. So, right. So that would encourage you to either like, okay, this item's only going to be available on this day at this time. So kids would be encouraged to like wait around so they could be the first one to buy that item. Um, there were certain Neopets that were only available to actually like find or make on certain days. There were, uh, there were actually like pieces of lore, like big community events based around this like storyline. There's like a big Neopian war <laughs> that was going on. Oh my on. God. Yeah. Um, there are lots of wars in the Neopets world, actually. Who was fighting who? Uh, the fairies Whom? were fighting the Neopets. But the fairies? Th there were fairies, yes. Evil fairies? There were evil fairies. 
Oh my god. There's a video game about this for the PlayStation 2. What's it called? <laughs> the Darkest Fairy. <gasps> and it's with Neopets in it? It's an RPG starring Neopets called The Darkest Fairy. Holy cool. I want to play that game. Is it good? It was not good. Oh. But there you go. See, there was like a lot going on at Neopets. That's why people were spending a ton of time there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, eventually, so 2005, Neopets is killing the game. Viacom, which owns Nickelodeon, MTV, huge company, right? They see it and they're like, this is awesome. We have a kid's like channel and we don't have this much like we don't have this many users of our website we don't have all these kids coming online like they just watch our freaking spongebob reruns yeah they still don't in case you're curious (laughs) (laughs) they watch our spongebob reruns and they like go play neopets we gotta get on that because they were at the time trying to make their own sort of similar thing but yeah they're really not good at that viacom yeah they're good at certain things and they're really bad at others so viacom hooked up with doug doring and they got a partnership going. And, you know, so there was more Nickelodeon content within the game, like Nickelodeon minigames and whatever. And eventually Viacom just straight up bought the company for $160 million. Ooh, pretty good. Yeah. Dang. And at this point, uh, Adam and Donna, they were still hanging around. They were still like, okay, you know, we're here for the pets. We want kids. And there were a lot of older people, too, like, you know, people in their in college and like adults so adam were and donna were like we want all these people of varying ages to still just kind of enjoy the core experience which is taking care of pets and playing little games and making friends because there are also forums too um and we don't we don't really feel great about this branded content but we can't really say much and when Viacom, and also they're they're cashing their checks i'm sure yeah like <laughs> they might object but yeah donna did a like a really big AMA on Reddit, on the Neopets Reddit a couple years oh, wow. back. And she was saying like, oh yeah, we kind of felt like it was time to go and Viacom came on because we just didn't feel like we had much control. But come on, they were, they have shares. Yeah, it was almost like we felt like it was time to go because our yachts literally just got <laughs> delivered. So we're going to go on a world tour. <laughs> <laughs> this was like, it's time, like the season tickets for like Disney World are really cheap right now. We just bought them. So we're going to go. Uh, yeah. So Adam and Donna were out. So now like the OG Neopets people mm. were gone. And so that's kind of a big deal for an, a site like this, which really is community driven, despite the fact that it sounded like a big, you know, advertising scheme. Like, yeah, of course, there was like marketing surveys that were, you know, sponsored by Capri Sun and uh, Nickelodeon ads and whatnot. But kids really were like making little forum groups. There were these things called guilds and they would like actually make friends and do role playing and write fan fiction so it was really important to kids and other people on just like a creative, like social level. Um, but on the business side, yeah, like things were doing pretty great. Uh, Viacom was making Neopets merch. There were Neopets uh, Burger King toys, I believe, which uh, I never got, actually. And now I'm really mad about that. I found out about those today. Uh, there were there was the video game. There were books. There was just like everything. Warner Brothers wanted to make a movie. Like Neopets was huge. Um, what did people talk about on the forums? They would talk about anything, really. Uh, it was just kind of like an open forum. They would talk about Neopets and like the games and the lore, but also they would talk about like Inuyasha and SpongeBob. Oh, sure. um, 
and do like Lord of the Rings role play. So, yeah, it was like pretty much just a place for kids to kind of figure out how to be social online. Where a kid can be a kid. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, TM. I don't know. If... <laughs> TM. Yeah. Well, not, not, not a Neop. Not yeah. a Neopets trademark, though. But at the same time, there were increasing amounts of sponsored games. And kids are starting to con on because they are getting older. The user base is getting a bit older. And those who have been around since 1999 are like, yeah, when we first started Neopets, like, yeah, there were those Lucky Charms games and the Starkiss Tuna Fish games. But it wasn't every single game. And there weren't these huge site-wide events about, like, choosing which side of the you know, Powerpuff Girls war you want to be on. Like, it was a lot of weird <laughs> branded ops that kind of had nothing to do with either the brand or Neopets. And the other big thing was that all of these events would give kids money. So basically, the Neopoints economy, which, by the way, there was a Neopoints uh, stock market called Neodac. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so the economy was a huge thing because everything revolves around money in Neopets. So all the games would give you money. Um, you would sell things. You would take part in these events and make money. S older users were having a ton of money because there were just so many opportunities. And they were like legacy users. So they had already built up a huge collection of money. Mm. And as there was more money flowing in the economy... Inflation happened. Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. Could you, like, so you couldn't, like, could transfer or convert Neopets money into real money? Neocoin. No. Right? No. <laughs> Neopoints. No, thank you. I, I'm just, like, I'm confused about the idea that, like, stuff has value. No, you see, it's a blockchain. Russ is like, sure. why would you do a thing that doesn't benefit you in the real world and give you real money? Well, no, I'm just, I'm examining, like, the idea of inflation. Mm -hmm. Like, so they're generating and selling things and, like, I guess pricing objects themselves? Yeah. So it's, like, World of Warcraft items, I guess. Uh, yeah, like, basically there's a huge trading post. So, um, I mean, yeah, as I said, the items come, like, they have various levels of rarity. Sure. So some of them, like, there's these really rare items called, like, paintbrushes, which would let you change the color of your Neopet, and some of them are extremely rare. So if you had one, if you had one of the, like, 10 ever available, you could just go put it on the market for, like, you know, a billion Neo points. And by this point, like... 2005-ish, there were people who had a billion Neo points. Oh, so, got it. Okay. Yeah. So then everyone continued to have more and more money. And then everything started to cost more and more and more. Uh, the Mary Sue has a really, really good explainer on all of this, which just kind of describes the whole Neopets economy. Literally, I was looking up like the biggest moments in Neopets history and everyone's like, oh, the inflation when the economy crashed, which is so <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Pardon the interruption, but this episode of The History Fun was brought to you by Away, a company that makes super awesome luggage. All right, so they sent me one to try it out, and it is really good. I realize they're paying for the show, so there's that. But it's also really excellent luggage. Um, I'm kind of used to using terrible luggage, the sort of luggage that, like, doesn't really fit in the overhead compartment. And, like, when you're running through the airport, it, like, t topples over for no reason. This is not that luggage. So Away's luggage has these rolling wheels at the bottom that let you spin the luggage 
in 360 degrees. I didn't realize that was a thing that I kind of wanted, but it's really nice. Um, there's also this really cool battery pack that sits underneath when you pull the handle up on the luggage. There's a battery pack right there and you plug your USB into the battery pack. Like you can just charge your phone from your seat without having to like find a stupid outlet in the wall at the airport. It's also made of German polycarbonate material. I don't know what that means, but it sounds very, very strong. You know, buying yourself luggage is kind of just like a nice gift you give yourself every time you travel. And I really think uh, Away makes very, very good luggage. So, uh, Ross Frustick approved. As a special bonus for our listeners, you can get $20 off any of the luggage if you go to awaytravel.com slash historyoffun and use the promo code historyoffun at checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash historyoffun. Use the promo code historyoffun, which has spaces between the words. I don't know if that matters. But yeah, uh, really cool luggage. And uh, thanks for supporting the show away. Yeah, the inflation was terrible. All these people kept coming on, getting Neo points, selling everything for tons of money. And this is really bad for anyone who's new, any new user or anyone yeah, so who's... The, I've played a number of like online games in recent years that have these things. And the solve mm-hmm. that a lot of the games come up with is that they just introduce new forms of currency that like don't really work with the old uh, you know? Yeah. So Neopets, like, is kind of really archaic in a lot of ways. Like, they don't really introduce a lot of new content ever. It's just kind of been the same thing since 1999. So they never really, like, changed it up from Neo points. They had another way to handle that, which I'll get to in a second. But essentially, like, the hardcore players who'd been there for a really long time or, like, were really good at the games or logged in all the time had billions of Neo points while new people had nothing, couldn't buy anything, basically weren't interested in playing the game. So the game, uh, Neo point, Neo points, Neo pets started to have a much slower like growth rate, which is a problem for Viacom and uh, for pets and for, and for pets in general. Uh, it seems like people were not loving pets as much, which is bad. So by 2010, the Neo pets team, which Everyone called TNT. They were very supportive, very active members of the community. And literally, it was just like this collective referred to as TNT, which was kind of like just the people on staff who were in charge of like being PR, essentially. Um, They went on and they were like, yo, we hear your complaints. We hear that you guys are either really, really rich or really, really poor. (laughs) That's not great. (laughs) History shows that's really bad. Let's try and balance this out. So they introduced a bunch of new rules. Uh, Some of them were like as extreme as banning people who had multiple accounts. That was a way that a lot of people amassed a ton of points, right? Oh, yeah. They would make farming accounts, essentially. And then you could like sell something and trade money that way from your farmed account. Uh, Or they would delete really old accounts to kind of take that money completely out of the system. And the main way that they would get people to dump a lot of their money is they would have these things called Neopoint sinks, which were just big events where players were encouraged to, like, donate a billion Neopoints to open this store or spend five million Neopoints so this one character can go on vacation. Like they were, Oh, my God. <laughs> it's kind of this emotionally manipulative tactic to get people to just give all their money away so that they could, like kind of fight the inflation problem 
But essentially, That's bad. <laughs> yeah. But essentially, like at this point, after you know eleven years, it's kind of hard to just completely undo uh, this really wildly increased uh, economy, and that was a really huge, like discouraging factor for anyone new. Uh, some other things that were happening throughout uh, Neopets life, especially under the Viacom era. The game just, as I said, wasn't really updated frequently. Like, it pretty much looked and ran the same as it did when the Doring company picked it up in 2000. Um, Just when Viacom, like, first signed on and they started doing more branded content things, like, at the same time, the community lore events, like the war and stuff, they just weren't doing as many campaigns based around that. So the really hardcore players who were there for that sort of thing were just kind of really turned off. They like they stuck around for a really long time, but by the whole economic crisis, they kind of were just over it. So a lot of neo pet users were like already kind of on on the brink of leaving. But Is they there stuck a place it they out. were going. Uh, not specifically. I mean, there were other sites that kind of sprang up at the same time. Like Gaia Online was really popular. That was a big one that I saw a lot of people, or they would just like split off and just like take their role-playing communities and just take them elsewhere off of Neopets. A lot of people just kind of logged on for things like that. So, yeah, they would kind of just go to myriad places like that. No really specific, like, here's the Neopets killer. But here on Neopets, here is what people consider the actual Neopets killer. And it's those forums. (laughs) (laughs) It's the forums. That is a video game I would play, by the way. The Neopets killer. Wait, yes. Can we, can we pause for a second? I know you're, I know we're getting to going to the forums. Yeah. Have I have I already did I talk about my webkin stuff? Your webkins? And my 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 thesis from college? No. Mm, yeah, no. let's take I, a should we brief. save this for the webkins I, I episode. I thought I made this. I thought I said this in another episode. So I tried to actually find the thesis for you because I thought if what better form of public humiliation than to read this? But when I was in college, my junior year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on like personal writing. Uh, I'm just going to take courses that like don't take a lot of time. And I found some courses uh, in the history program that were only like one day. Like most courses that I was doing, like, oh, you know, you have like a seminar and then you have like two other kind of like smaller courses that go with it. They eat up a lot of time. I was like, oh, man, here's just two courses that are just two hours. And I went into both of them and found out that they were thesis courses for the history school. And for whatever reason, they had accepted me, um, (laughs) which shows a complete lack of oversight at NYU. And I ended up having to write two different theses. (laughs) One was about tourism in the Soviet Union. (laughs) Oh my god. During the Cold War? Um it, it was all internal. That's the twist. They 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 tried to make the rest of the Soviet Union look like all the rest of the world so nobody felt like they had to leave. Uh but the sure. other one was the history of human animal relations was the course. <laughs> and and my my thesis was about um the damage that uh uh the lack of clarity of reality in virtual pets does to children because there was this time where webkins which are like kind of neopets like those are the ones where you have like toys but then you also have the character online there was a time where 
a uh, urban legend was going around that there was a serial killer that when you weren't paying attention to your webkins would come into the game and and slay your your favorite webkin and kill them. <laughs> and then all that would be left would be like their husk in the form of the toy, but they would oh be dead. God. And it <gasps> it made kids go like wild like they were kids weren't sleeping and i think part of the legend too was something like if you told your parents about it he was more likely to come and find your webkin yep. yeah that's true uh which is definitely true um and whew, they, they were punished when they told their parents by me the webkin killer um <laughs> but no it was really really dark and it, it like really really messes with kids minds because there is this like certain age where the kid wants to believe, and the parents like, ah, what? What harm is it? And the kid believing that this is a real thing. Yeah, Jeez. turns out that's the harm. That's awful. Yeah, you, I, I, I sometimes watch my niece, and she'll just be like, I can just hear her on the monitor, just ta- having full conversations with her stuffed animals. So the idea that one of them might be like, have its soul ripped out, like a what do they call Death Eaters? No. What are the ones that suck souls in Harry Potter? I think like the a Avengers? like a escargot by me. <laughs> exactly, like a Harry me. Potter uh, slug sucking uh, mm. beast. Um, that's well, I horrifying. Mean, I sucked a slug out of the shell. Like that's what that's what the soul would look like coming out of her favorite stuffed animal. Right. Wow. Well, horrifying. now I really want to read your thesis, Plant. Well, but now we know how the uh, how the Neopets died too. It was this serial killer. Yeah, it was actually so there wasn't a Webkins killer. It was there was actually a Neopets killer. <laughs> People were confused. Okay, but that's it's fine. it's much more boring. It's forums. Okay, tell us about it, Elijah. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> now I kind of want to make something up. Jeez. Well, here's would be here would be my guess is people mm. went to Google and they typed in Neo. And then they landed on this forum and thought they were going to get another forum. The Path to oh. the Matrix? R.I.P. Nazis. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I was definitely not wow. there. I was thinking Neo-Gaff, Russ. So oh, I like wow, to we see all went different directions. Goes. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so by 2015, people were still hanging on. Obviously, Neopets is really not like the same thing it was. Because it's been bogged down by branded content. Uh, People are annoyed with the whole money situation. And another thing they're really annoyed with is the moderation. Because as the users are getting older, they're like, okay, this is getting dumb. Because words like stupid are censored. Which, okay, Uh yes, it's for kids. But also, nuts was censored. Cucumber was censored. I kind of understand those. But uncle was censored. Basement was censored. Grape Mm. was censored. Some of these kind of make sense because they have more obscene words within them. But the the moderation and the filtering was just so off the wall that people were like, this is we can't even talk. And it just continued to get more and more words on it um, where literally like uh, Neopets moderators would change any word into something completely inscrutable. So Uh, they were. But were they. They weren't doing it by hand. They just had a big list of like words that they blocked out. Yes. It was. Would they change the words as some other word or was it just blocked out? uh, Sometimes they would change the word entirely. Like there was a time when, and I think this was real, when (laughs) Twilight, like the moderators were very anti Twilight. 
So if anyone said like vampire or Bella or Edward, it would just change to something else entirely. Oh, no. (laughs) Which is actually really funny. But it just got kind of like ludicrous like that. So the thing is, people were used to it, but really getting fed up with that until uh, 2015 Mm. when Jumpstart actually bought uh, Neopets over from Viacom because it just wasn't as financially lucrative anymore. Yeah, they still have the advertising ops, but with a way smaller user base, I mean, they're just not as attractive. So, Do you Viacom, know how big the deal was? They actually did not release the number. Boo. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Tried to find that. But yeah, so Jumpstart, which did you guys ever play any of the Jumpstart games? No. We're grownups. We've always been grownups. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did you never play Jump, Jumpstart first grade? You never played that? that Do you PC know game? how old we are? <laughs> I played, are you, are you talking about Microsoft Excel? I played <laughs> that. Um, I played Shovel the Sidewalk. That was pretty good. Yeah, I played Walk Up Hill both ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I played Reader Rabbit and Jumpstart. They oh, were oh Reader yeah, Rabbit. I played, yeah, Reader I played Rabbit. that. Okay, there you go. Jumpstart. It was basically like educational PC games. So they made like Br- really, Brief really... segue, wait. Brief Reader yes. Rabbit segue. Yes. Um, I had a computer game for Reader Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And there was like a barn mm-hmm. and a picture of a barn and Rita Rabbit. Wait, is that really the, the end of your story? No, I'm still oh, telling the story. <laughs> okay, there was a very dramatic pause. Okay, there's a barn. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and you would basically fill in a sentence. So it'd be like, Rita Rabbit blank the barn. Oh, wow. And but but depending on what you typed in, he would actually do the things. So we would always type in jumped off the barn we'd see reader rabbit jump off a barn you just make reader rabbit kill himself over and over yeah he was fine he's got (laughs) rabbit feet they can handle that he was trying to kill himself (laughs) he wasn't he was failing that's the hollow life of reader rabbit go on anyway so jumpstart took over that meant that they had to transition over to like some new tech systems so in the summer of 2015 they were transitioning over to like jumpstart servers and it turned out terribly. It just went so badly because the moderation system completely went down for like a full day. All the chat filters shut down. And That's people, great. <laughs> the mods couldn't get on the chat boards. They were still up. They just could not get access to them. And everyone kind of realized this really quickly. And so the forums, their screenshots, they are not safe for work people just saying basement over and over again over just basement grape all of those extremely (laughs) disgusting words um yeah just some really filthy stuff you (laughs) these neopet users were clearly very repressed that they had yeah well it had been 15 years of them not being able to say anything (laughs) being able to say uncle um yeah so all over the forums every single one there was just like really gross threads it was nuts. It actually brought some people back to Neopets because they wanted to see this like major meltdown. Um, and after a full day, the staff finally got back in, but and they were able to shut down a bunch of the threads, but there were still some making it through. So basically for an entire weekend or whatever it was, like for a three-day period, it was clear that Neopets had just kind of lost its grip entirely. And people who were already kind of like wary about this jumpstart acquisition because jumpstart was known for being very kiddie versus the neopets community at this point was older um they were like yeah nope jumpstart is killing neopets like they don't know what they're doing anymore like this whole forum has just gone down in flames everyone's just 
spamming it with really gross uh, requests and like words. This is bad. Um, so it was very bad. Actually, Kotaku had a lot of reporting on this, which is cool. Uh, Neopets talked to Kotaku about it, saying that, yeah, they were they had some major tech issues. And they also went uh, they had an interview later on and they told Kotaku, yeah, no, we're we're not trying to we're trying to pitch to that older audience for real. That That's not why we took the chat filters down, though. We swear it was a technology issue. Um, and yeah, this was sort of what the the Daily Dot in a very good feature article about Neopets said was the culmination of long just stating tensions in the community. So that kind of brings us to today. That was a huge, like, very embarrassing moment for Neopets. Uh, it really, like, got a lot of people disinterested because the forums were so bad. Uh, it just made people lose faith with Jumpstart. Um, but there are still some serious nostalgic fans, a lot of older people who still hang around either for the forums or because the games are fun or because they actually do like their pets because the pets are really cute. They're really, really cute. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's still a really slow, not well-maintained website. There's still a lot of bugs and glitches that have been around for years and years and years that the staff continues to say, oh, well, we'll fix those. It's 2018 and they still have not fixed those. Um, Jumpstart actually let a bunch of the staff go. They Oof. promised to uh, bring the game to a more modern audience, like with mobile and more of a social media presence. Still have yet to actually really do that. So the game is pretty much uh, the untouched buggy mess that we were okay with, you know, back when I was in third grade in 2002. Uh, but people today are, are not super down with that anymore. So the ones who are holding out, uh, they're just doing it because it, they're loyal. And those mini games are really, really fun. Uh, yeah. So that's... Who's, your, who's your favorite pet? Okay, my favorite pet. So we're going to get into the fun facts now, but that's essentially the story of Neopets to today. My favorite pet, I have two. My favorite pet is the Kachik, which is this kind of like ferret thing, uh -huh. I guess. Has a really big head, has a really cute long tail. It's very cute. But my other favorite that I was never able to get, it's one of the rarest Neopets, and we're going to get into rare Neopets, is the Poogle, which I will have a reader-only memory story about the Poogle. But you could, oh only, you could only get the Poogle on certain limited days, and I never knew what those days were. <laughs> and I never went on on those days, apparently, so I never was able to get a Poogle. Except one time, there's an adoption agency in Neopets, which is kind of sad, but you can just dump a pet that you don't want anymore into the pound. But you can adopt them, um, which is nice. And I found a Poogle in the adoption agency. <gasps> And I adopted it. But the only problem was that I was on my friend's account. <laughs> oh, no. So I changed the password and was like, oh, I don't know. I got locked out of your account. And I, don't, I don't know what happened. So I just took it over. You stole the Poogle? I, I mean, stole you stole my the whole friend's account. account. I stole the whole account. Oh, my God. Allegra. I wanted the Poogle. They're so cute. I really wanted it. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's dark. I let my friend look at it. No, I guess I didn't actually, because then she would have known. Yeah, I think she just didn't really ask about it, because everyone had a billion Neopets accounts. Whatever, it happens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there were limited time pets, like the Poogle, and then there were also restricted time pets. Those weren't as cute, and I didn't really care, but the rarest Neopet was called the Drake. It was this little dragon, 
And that was one of the restricted pets, which meant there was only one specific method that you could get it. And like usually you can just go and make your own pet, whatever, it's easy, or you can find one in the pound. But the Drake, you have to find or buy this extremely expensive item, an egg, uh, always like millions and millions of Neo points. And then you would have to go take it to like this prehistoric like volcano and hatch it. And wait, in real life? Yeah, in real life, you would have to go find a okay. like an active volcano, sure. and you would have to throw your laptop into it, and then <laughs> when you retrieved it, you have a Drake. Uh, yeah, so that was like the rarest Neopet. No one had that. Um, a really weird thing on Neopets. What is like the most random food you can think of giving an animal? Oreo. Okay. Um, I mean, don't give it rice. That would kill it, like... Like pigeons, you're not supposed to give it rice. Oh, that's interesting. Um, No, in Neopets, it was an omelet. They would always give their Neopets omelets. Like, not eggs. Like, straight up fancy omelets. Who would give them that? Like, people, players. Every single day, you could go visit the giant omelet, Uh which was just inexplicably sitting on, like, a mountain. But it was one one big Wait, omelet was, that everyone shared. Was yes. this game designed by Hideo Kojima? <laughs> <laughs> it really it was just inexplicably there. And everyone worships dream. the giant omelet. And you would just go and take a little piece and you would mm. give it to your your Neopet. Everyone loves it. So that's one of the, the Think of the things. Neopet that laid those eggs. Am I right? God. It'd be a big one. <laughs> So anyway, man, I'm real. I feel like I really missed out on this cultural touchstone that everyone had. It's definitely <laughs> one of those like. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like a very complex thing. Like I remember being like, "Yeah, the giant omelet." Oh shoot, can't forget to go to the giant omelet today. And like, I didn't think anything of it of this huge, very soggy-looking omelet that was just like strewn over a disgustingly dirty like tableau somewhere. Um. Yeah, that was that was Neopets. But here are my game recommendations, and then I will go into my fun stories, of which I got a lot of really fun Neopets stories from people. But anyway, the best thing about Neopets, like, the pets are cute. The best thing about Neopets is the games. And you can still go play these games. I would recommend it as fellow fans of games, you guys. I'm not saying you have to get into the pets, but you should definitely go try these games. So there's one called Mirka Chase, which was like a little infinite runner. And you have to go collect these little, like, items. So you're running around this circle trying to collect the items. But if you get, like, if you hit this red one, like, there's yellow and red. So if you hit the red one, you die. Or if you hit your own tail, you die. Or if you hit a wall, you die. So it was very tense. Very, very fun. <laughs> yeah, it really seems like it was breaking new ground in terms <laughs> of video games. It was really yeah. fun. There was this other game that was kind of like... Wait, wait, wait. Was the other game where it was like, if you had three icons in a row, they'd disappear and you get points? Uh, was it that one or was it the one where so Ed, there are two paddles and a ball bounces back and forth between them? <laughs> <laughs> there was a game that was basically like you have to match up different colored boulders and uh-huh. then they would be destroyed, which is a pretty novel idea, I think. You would basically have to clear a board with different colored blocks. Uh, that was really fun. I've, I'd never played a game like that before, so that was a really cool game. Um, there was also a game where you have to whack like this one Neopet and you would basically like have a meter to like make the whack harder or softer and you would try to get it to fly as far as possible. That was my favorite. Uh, and then there was this one game where 
like these random gigantic scoops of ice cream with with charge toward this one Neopet who just wanted a single scoop of ice cream. But Uh these were giant ones. And then you would have to try and avoid the little scoops of ice cream. It's Space Invaders. God. (laughs) It was really fun. It's all just a ripoff of other games. I never realized this. Until I was doing the research and I saw like the one that was basically Tetris. That's Destructo Batch. Um, or like Bejeweled, I guess. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, I love that game. And then I was reading about it and I was like, oh, no, that was literally Bejeweled. Allegra. I didn't realize. But I would still recommend the games. It's like every game you already love in one place. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it was really fun. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the joys of Neopets. But You've sold me on it. I, I'm going to go I ahead have. and make one right now. <laughs> I'm going to make one after this. But here are some, some little stories I have from Twitter. Uh-huh. In what segment? In, uh, is this reader-only memories? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the coolest story. So I mentioned that I had a really cool story about Poogles, which was my favorite Neopet. Sorry, yes. what? Say that again? Poogles? Poogles. Oh, Poo- what did you think we said? Poo goals. <laughs> like hashtag poo goals. Poo goals. I'm going to talk about my poo goals real quick. Um, no. Three a day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Twitter user Shumla, who's also known as Claire Hummel, who works at Campo Santo, developer of Firewatch. Uh, art director on uh, In the Valley of Gods, which is coming out, I think, next year. She... Does Neopets have like a Firewatch ripoff game? I don't know. Where you walk around. I need to remake like, an account. An emotional Hasn't like reaction? half the internet ripped off the Firewatch logo <laughs> at this point? Surely there's like a character that's just the Firewatch logo. <laughs> it's just a hand. Firewatch. <laughs> okay, what, what is the story? So Claire Hummel told me that um, she was so big into Neopets that she got a job there as a 14-year-old. And she ended up working there for seven summers in a row as an artist. Uh, and so she said, I had never had a Poogle, but since I designed the new Poogle, I feel like I break even. So eventually they redesigned all the Neopets to like update wow. them so they weren't just Donna's ugly design. So Claire of Campo Santo brought the Poogle into the 21st century. The, oh, my gosh. My favorite Neopet. Isn't that cool? Incre- it's incredible. Yeah, I feel like she wouldn't be friends with you if she knew the truth <laughs> of About your Poogle, Poogle theft. <laughs> so that was really cool. Yeah, she drew the Poogle, and now she works at Campo Santo. Um, Very cool. So Neopets had a really big art scene, uh, aside from like the actual employees. So alongside the the different role playing forums, they had art galleries. So you could actually like do fan art and whatnot and submit it into contests. So Cassie or user C C S E L I N, I don't want to try pronouncing that. She said, I was into Neopets for the art. I entered the art gallery, the beauty contest, the Neopian Times comic section, and I even made custom pet pages with all my own part of my Neopets, all my own art of my Neopets, I should say. Well, that's great. And here's the really cool part. So uh, Neopets supported HTML and CSS and stuff to make those pages so you could design your profile using actual HTML um, and JavaScript, too. So 
Cassie said, I taught myself HTML, CSS, and JavaScript to put my art and custom layouts on my pet pages, and now I work as a front-end web developer. There you go. Now we're getting to something that's actually benefiting humanity. (laughs) All right. Yeah, Neopets had really wide-ranging impacts on people. Um, Yeah, Allegra turned to a life of crime. (laughs) And uh, other people learned web development, so it's great. I did talk about on my other podcast, The Polygon Show, about how I constantly uh, steal things from Whole Foods. So, yeah. There you go. It did did influence me. Anyway, um, here's a sad influence, however. Uh, Roxanne B., or Bleak Optimist, said, I played the casino games on Neopets from, like, age 8 to 12. There were a lot of, like, gambling-style games. Oh, boy. Um, I would blow all my Neopoints on roundtable poker and crops, as in craps. Uh, yeah. I never I never realized how influential those years were until I walked into an actual real money casino as an adult. I will never go to Atlantic City ever again. Oof. <laughs> yeah, man. Gambling's funny. not kidding around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's one more story and then i have another really really cool one that someone emailed me actually uh so here's maniac pixie dream wrestlers or flighty butt lass who said once while staying late in the middle school computer lab i found that many people had logged onto neopets on different computers and forgot to log out Cue, <laughs> cue me pulling the biggest neopets heist in history by sending points and treasure from their accounts to mine Wow, Whoa. there's like no record of where you sent your points off to. I mean, so there was a little email system called Neo Mail. So I would assume there must be a record, but I think you could probably go in and delete your messages. Oh my God. Yeah. That's some espionage right there. Yeah. So we all learned very bad <laughs> criminal activities from Neo. No kidding. Alongside all the nice things like HTML and drawing and writing. Um, and here's my last story, my favorite story, because Andrew P. Camp- Campana, which is his Twitter handle and also his real name, uh, he both tweeted at me and emailed me. Two cool things. So he's still on Neopets, and his oldest Neopet just turned 18 years old. Holy cow. Yeah. He said he he held a real-life birthday party for the Neopet, and 30 people showed up, and they even had wow. a Neopet-themed cake for it, which was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. And so Andrew also sent me an email just to kind of follow up. And he said, yeah, his love for Neopets is so deep that he actually uh, plans to sort of talk about Neopets in this college course he's teaching starting in the fall. He teaches Japanese, but he'll somehow figure out how to include Neopets there. But also he wrote a slam poem that he has performed about Neopets. Uh, Let's see if I can dig that up. I actually did not dig up the lyrics to that one. Let me have, I have them. He sent me the whole poem. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Aha, here it is. Andrew. Yeah. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's actually very long. But here is toward the end. My pets are all teenagers now, each of them 14 years old, three years older than I was when I started playing. And I'm older, too, perhaps not too far off from the day I end up at a real-world adoption agency filling out an application for a pet, I presume. (laughs) (laughs) Not like putting himself into the pound, which is how I I read it originally. (laughs) Mm, Sure, yeah. (laughs) I originally was like, why would you put yourself up for adoption? (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, so Neopets is super important to people. Oh, okay. You know what? Also, I screwed up the thing about his Japanese class. Oh, my gosh. But here's the thing. It's even cooler, you guys. This is a nice note to end on. 
he thanked me for all the amazing stuff that we do here at Polygon. And he said he's a huge fan of history Aww. fun. And he plans to assign it in his classes. <gasps> Whoa, that's a big mistake. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Neopets, history, fun, whatever. Don't do that. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I should write back and say, no, you should assign your kids to play Neopets instead. But yes, yeah, he's, think... he's teaching Japanese media and film. So well, that's great. Yeah. Very exciting. Thanks, Andrew. Um, thank you, Allegra, for filling us in on the Neopets story. Yeah. Could this be our longest episode ever? <laughs> I think it's going to be. It's just you being incredulous. Wow. <laughs> she did have a lot of notes. Uh, thank you, Allegra. I am now very well, well versed in Neopets. I still can't picture them in my brain, but I guess I'll Google it after this. And, just make and an account. I'm literally on have, Neopets right now making, I'm not an, making account. an account. No, they have, they have this aesthetic Facebook? that is like, pro, I, and I, I say this without, seriously, without judgment, but like proto-furry? Like, I think there's like, yeah, there, it's like very clean, yeah, colorful. It's really, I, I, don't, I wish there was a piece on, on this like art style of the 90s that I don't know. It's not Lisa Frankish. It's almost like knockoff mm-hmm. Lisa Frank that so many of the furry games that like, there's like a new game coming out on Steam um, that is, I think, targeting the furry community this week. And it has like almost the same art style. Hmm. I'm I'm so curious. Like there there has to be a line between. I just want to be that comedian. To that, be honest, right? you want to be what? Yeah. Oh, the comedian. I want to be that comedian. I want to be that random oh. JPEG. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Allegra, and thank you everyone um, for submitting questions to the reader only memory section. As usual, you should follow all of us on Twitter uh, at Plant uh, at Legs Frank and at Russ Frustic because uh, we tweet out uh, upcoming episodes. Um, so uh, you can submit some of your stories and maybe be on the episode, which is very cool. Otherwise, uh, thank you for listening. Feel free to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Um, tell your friends about us. We are on just about every podcasting platform imaginable, uh, including Spotify and every other one. So if you uh, want to spread the word, let them know, yeah, you just search History of Fun and it will come up. Uh, we are doing great we appreciate all the support you guys are offering and all the uh, awesome letters we've gotten um and keep it up because we love seeing it it really does make us very happy and encourages us to keep on trucking and with that thank you so much for listening to the history of fun where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do goodbye bye